could usher it back in. Anytime I needed my long lost friend. Oh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Hit Single. For those of you that are new here, which is currently everyone, let me give you a brief rundown of what we have going on. As I said, you are listening to Hit Single. We are a Nashville-based podcast with the purpose of bringing Music City's newest talent to your virtual front door. One of the biggest challenges of being a musician in Nashville is finding the opportunity to not just share your music with your audience, but to really dig into the artist's story as well. Our goal here is to do just that. We're going to talk a little, play some music, and hopefully have some fun while we're at it. With that said, I would like to introduce our guest. Joining me today is singer-songwriter Roger Dale. Roger comes originally from North Carolina and has been in Nashville for just under four months. He's primarily a country music artist, but is looking to expand into jazz genres as well. He's been working with Justine Blazer locally for over a year now and has moved down to further his music career. Roger, welcome. It's great to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. So a short tidbit about my experience, uh, short experience with Roger so far. Uh, I posted on a Facebook channel about four days ago uh, that I wanted to start this podcast. Uh, this man got a hold of me the morning after. Um, I believe at 7 a.m. I woke up to his email um, that he wanted to be on the podcast. Uh, that night we were able to get on the phone, set up a meeting, and uh, now we're running this thing, you know, noon on Saturday right away. Um, the enthusiasm inf- is fantastic. Um, I've listened to some of the recordings that he sent to me, uh, both live and some music videos. Um, he has an awesome baritone voice. Uh, that you guys will hear in a few minutes. Now, let's get into what brings you here. So, Roger, you are from North Carolina. How do you get from a small town out east to Music City? Great question. So, I grew up in a a very small town, predominantly Native American community. I'm Lumbee, and we're the largest tribe east of the Mississippi. And my community uh, was just so enriched with music. Uh, My mom was a youth choir director, so I've been singing in choir since I was probably five or six. And I was probably around eight years old, going to church, um, singings, and um, I just wanted to start singing solo, and my mom encouraged me to do it, and she was the first one that would help me find songs, and she would take me to fair competitions. And uh, even if I didn't win, she would say, keep on, baby, just keep on singing, and just always loved to sing. And um, went off to college uh, at, at NC State, and um, Initially wanted to be a sports broadcaster, but because of that, uh, I got waitlisted, and I just didn't want to stay in college for too much longer and decided to pursue a degree, a law degree, because growing up, you know, Native American, seeing um, impoverished communities, struggles, and some personal experiences, I decided I wanted to pursue civil rights, and uh, I've been a civil rights attorney now for about eight years, and about three years ago, decided to go back and... um, find my way back to music and from there started writing songs and um always love country and country soul is just what fits me and last year I came down in July to record some singles just to see if people would like it and now I moved here about three months ago so so I up down here in Music City that is that is awesome um because you said they reached out to you right to come down here and that that's, yeah. I, I just I love that I love when you get that call like what a I, I, what was the mode? Did they just like Instagram DM you? Like how'd they reach out to you? Yeah. So when the pandemic happened, um, I'd already started working on, uh, songs and I knew the single that I want to release. It was tuck away my heart. It was, I, I thought to myself, well, 
I wrote this song and I, I have a voice and we'll see if people like it. If not, I'm going to still keep singing and writing. Um, but the response was great and I decided I'll keep pushing. And then COVID happened and everything abruptly came to a halt. And um, I kind of was like, what am I going to do from here? Where do I go from here? I just got into this momentum and this vibe. And um, I just I kind of sat one Saturday and said, I'm going to start going live on Instagram. And I coined it Singing Saturday Sessions with Roger Dale. And I would ask people to send me their favorite country songs and I would do covers of them. And from that, I built a little following and um, Off the Road reached out to me and um, like, we love what you're doing. We love your style. Would you like to come down to Nashville to record a few songs? And they were like, if you have any originals, we'll bring you down. And I had been writing probably about a year then and I had over 100 songs written. So I sent them like 10 and I recorded uh, Struck Gold, Pieces, and I did a song that I haven't released yet. And then I did a redo because I didn't get to do it live of Took Away My Heart. So I was for the first time in my life in a studio and it felt truly amazing. Uh, it was an out-of-body experience and uh, felt like my little eight-year-old self was seeing all the dreams come true. And the only thing I was waiting was to perform at the uh, CMAs. So. <laughs> yeah, I can, uh, I can imagine. I know being, you know, having a very heavy music background myself, it's you, you put so much energy in and then like to get that message of someone say hey we want to hear your stuff we want to see what you got to do i can i can just imagine just ah, that just sounds so it good. was like yeah when it happened i, I you know because i'm very uh, particular i don't want to get scammed so i was like is this real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. and yeah. so i responded i said uh i would be interested but someone needs to call me and they called me and um yeah and it turned out to be very fruitful uh, my mom had never flown before and i convinced her to fly and I think the day that we landed, she said something like, I think your life's going to change forever. And um, not even a year later, I'm living here, and I released an album. I've had a few singer-songwriter rounds and um, just seen some amazing music. Uh, it's truly living my wildest dream, my childhood dream. Yeah, that's uh, I, we, were, we were talking earlier, um, you know, four, four days of talking, but done the research that I can. He sent some music over. Um, and, yeah, especially recently, you've just been active. Um, you know, you put out pretty much a music video each month um was that like a goal like when you talked to justine was like we're gonna put a music video out of what like what brought those music videos to life like in this process so we never i never had uh, um i guess desire right now well when i jumped into coming down here to begin the year i just wanted to get my album finished because um i think the concept for my album manifest probably last february or march i i remember saying that when I release my album, the debut album has to be phased in stages because of all the ups and downs that I went through with love and loss and not just romantically, but personally. Um, and that's what this album, the concept came to be. And I, when, when we finally finished it, Justine was like, you got to do a music video because everybody in Nashville does music videos. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. And then uh, she convinced me to do one for Second Chance. And man, it was truly a great experience. And I was like, so when we're doing another one? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They, so then we did one for um, One World, One Love, and we actually are about to start working on one for White Noise, and it'll release next month. That, have you started that process yet? No, we are, are going to start it. Uh, it's coming up, yeah, so um, it's like a day process. It's a lot of fun to me, though, because I grew up, you know, I did musical theater, so I love stage. That's what it felt like the whole time. It's like you're on the set, but it really, for me, it's about been on stage. Yeah, it, it's very... As someone who's done a lot of stage performing and then recently with with all you know my production stuff going through a lot of music pretty uh production you know lip sync stuff um it's two very different worlds but uh yeah, yeah it's 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 
crazy that I have almost no nerves like going on theater. I don't know how you feel at this point. Same. But the second that camera turns on, holy Same. crap. You know, <laughs> it's just like I can sing to 100,000 people, don't care. But the second I'm in alone with one person with a camera and you're just like, this is being recorded for eternity. Yep. Yeah, I, I feel and I that. And that's what I love about live theater because, you, you know, you're going out there, it's like, it's all or nothing, mm -hmm. and 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 you don't see like this playback or anything. So for me, it was like I'm gonna go out there. I I was never shy. I mean, I think my biggest audience when I was doing musical theater was like 1800, and I just went out there. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. These people, they came to see us. We're about to do a great yeah. show. Yeah, I feel that. Um, so one of the curiosities I have with everybody, which we talked a little before this, um, you know, when you're coming down here, you'd already been recording a bit with um, with Justine um, and some studios. Um, so I'm imagining you were able to get some semblance of what you expected. Um, as far as what's happened in the last couple of months, it, is it what you've expected or, or what has happened that maybe you didn't expect um, since you moved down? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things for some reason that I was expecting was to be this intense competitiveness just because the music industry and the entertainment industry as a whole, that's the, the concept, well, the perception and I'm, but down here in Nashville, it really feels home to me. And growing up in North Carolina, moving to D.C., practicing law and living up there, though it became home, it never felt like home. And so down here, I've already um, I've only been here since July, but I've had an opportunity to do singer-songwriter rounds because people reached out to me. Um, and I've been able to do a few co-writes because people reached out to me. They heard my music versus where I feel like I'm desperate to get someone to, you know, collab and that's unfortunate if you have to beg, but I kind of had that concept like I'm going to have to do it on my own no matter what, and so I'm going to push through, but people are willing to help as long as you reach out. That's one of the things that I've realized, and not only that, but they want to help, you know, so um, seeking out people and networking is one of the things that I realize is probably the most valuable thing because as an attorney, that's how I got most of my jobs, and I'm bringing that same approach to I just want people to hear my music. Um, you know, I work an extra job to put it out there, and I just want people to find something in it that they relate to and hopefully want to work with me. Um, and another thing that I realized is it takes a lot of dang work to do a music video. I was not, you know, when you look at music videos growing up, like three minutes and 30 seconds, but it takes 12 hours sometimes. You, uh, it's the same as photography. You take a thousand pictures to get a good one. That that was one of the things blew me. That I'm like, you mean we're going to be out? How long is this today? Ooh. Yep, that's. I remember when I first started filming because, you know, if, especially if you got one camera, you know, if you've got three different subjects, you need to get ten different views of three different subjects, full runs, B-roll. It's it is intense. You're doing it over and over. Again. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a process. And that no, when I film music videos for people, they they're surprised every single time. I'm just like, all right, cool. Let's do you know, ten o'clock to six p.m. And they're just like, why? Uh, that's I'm like, you will see, my friend. Yeah, I realized I was so exhausted, man. When I finished, I wanted to go out and have drinks, but I couldn't. Me and Charlie, um, the la the female in my video, we're high school uh, close friends. We've been fr close friends since seventh grade, and uh, she was prom queen, I was prom king, and so that's why we kind of brought that into the video. But she and I were so tired, we were like, just order some Uber because I don't think we're gonna go out. And I'm like, we just did a video, we didn't yeah, perform. It, it is exhausting. Yeah, I think the, the hangriest I ever was was when we did a, a, a six to seven hour photo shoot after a, a band performance. And I was like, I, my best friend who was my videographer at the time, I almost smacked him. I was like, why am I so mad? I'm like, all we did was film, but I, I feel that. I did wanna, um, I did wanna run back, uh, just to mention something about, about Roger. Um, when he was talking about networking and people reaching out to him, um, one of the first conversations we had over the phone um, was talking about like why why we're doing this podcast, um, you know, and kind of the mentality of, 
kind of gatekeeping music in a certain way. Um, and it's, it's just great to, to work with someone who, you know, people reached out to him and brought him up and knowing that as he moves on, like he's one of those people that, um, you know, when he sees someone like at a round or something like that, or see some talent, like he's that person that's going to, uh, bring, bring them with him, you know, invite that. Um, and it's just so refreshing to be around people in a culture where, you know, he imagined like it, it is, uh, supposed to be competitive. Um, but you can really decide if that's something you want to do. Um, so that's, I, I just appreciate, you know, how he is and how he feels, uh, views music. Thank you. And I think that's important. And you bring up a good point. I just want to, um, uh, expand on that and that we are in a place because of COVID where not just music, but we need to come together. And I think from a music standpoint and a community, uh, now's the time to come together and reach out to, you know, your fellow musicians and songwriters and just kind of ask if they might want to write. If they're pulling back, they may be, you know, withdrawing because, you know, it's, it sucks being stuck in the house this long. So just reach out to a friend and, and even if you maybe yourself feeling down and you just don't know where to go, just reach out to me or other people that's on virtual shows or doing their own virtual shows because mine only started with an idea in my apartment. And from that, I did Saturday singing sessions and I just started Wind Down Wednesday with Roger Dale. It's a way for me to stay engaged um, and to perform because with COVID, we don't know when we're going to be back to fully functioning. And so a lot of musicians have lost opportunities, but we can come together and share. Collaboration is the key right now. Yeah. I think we need to kind of remember that. Yeah. So uh, I do want to get into uh, some of the performance today Um, with uh, whatever song. um, I know you mentioned a lot of songs. Can't remember the title. What what are you going to be singing today? Yeah. So the song that I'm going to be performing for you all today is uh, Love Don't Love Me Like It Used To. And it is on my debut EP album, Phases and Stages. And uh, I co-wrote this one with Justine. And the song is uh, essentially about, you know, overcoming love well love lost and finding it in yourself to build yourself back up and realizing that it wasn't that person and it wasn't you but it's and and it's not a, a song about desperation of finding love again it's just that stating that love don't love me in a way that it used to because i feel like i'm lost or it won't find me anymore so that's kind of where we're going with this got you perfect then uh let let's get into that uh we've got uh guitarist over here to accompany roger so we're gonna get set up uh, with some microphones, bring him in here real quick, uh, do some quick uh, reintroductions, and then uh, we'll, we'll play for you. So we will be right back. Thank you. All right, we are back, and we are now joined by Spencer Brochard on guitar. Uh, Roger and Spencer met about two weeks ago through the Nashville Artists Facebook page, uh, same place Roger and I connected a couple days ago. Um, so glad you can join us, Spencer. Um, you guys need to hear this performance. Uh, this is Love Don't Love Me Like It Used To. Used to be so easy to find I was hers and she was mine But love, love don't love me like it used to. I could assure it back in. Anytime I needed my long lost friend, oh. Love don't 
Love Don't Love Me Like It Used To. Roger Dale on vocal and Spencer Brochard on guitar. So glad to have you all on today. Uh, to find more Roger's music, go look him up on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and LinkedIn at Roger Dale Music and online at rogerdaleofficial.com. You can also find Spencer on Instagram at sbrochard7. Links will be posted in the description. Roger, any last words before I let you go? Just thank you for having me, and Spencer, thank you again for playing for me. And just to continue to remember to inspire others, and if you can't, find a way to inspire yourself. Just start digging deep because there's a song in all of us because um, I'm proof of that. I've only been writing for two and a half years, and I'm living in Music City, guys. So never give up on your dream, and, and just when it feels like it's not going to come to fruition, you got to fight a little harder. I'll leave you with that. Perfect.
So thanks, Roger Spencer, and all you lovely listeners for joining us today on Hit Single. Uh, shout out to Flat 7 Media for sponsoring the podcast. Head out to Flat 7 Media on Facebook and Instagram or flat7media.com for all your video and audio production needs. Again, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to drink some water, eat your veggies, and always help a friend in need. It's been real, and we will see you in the next one. I'm not what it's looking for, and I'm not sure who's to blame. Why it just won't call my name. Love was the reason that I breathe. Now I'm just a memory.